Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come on in, sisters. Let's talk. Welcome back, listeners, to the Sisters Let's Talk podcast lounge. Christmas is over. We thank God for the Christmas, the whole, and why we celebrate Christmas. Now, some people are still home on vacation. Some people have returned to work. Whatever it is, I hope you get time to join us in the lounge for this week's episode. We have a guest speaker, Amelia. As we continue our community engagement series, Amelia is here to talk about her service in the community. She's a community leader and she has a passion for it. I hope you will join us. This is the part one of a two-part conversation. We could have gone on and on with her in the lounge. So I hope you will enjoy. She gets to talk about what drives her to serve and how it is so important to pay it forward. People have touched her lives and she decided to also touch others because she was touched by others. So again, paying it forward. This is one of the elements of community engagement. So I hope you join us. If you have any comments, questions, you can always drop it on our Facebook page, Instagram page, or even our website. All right. Don't forget, join us for the conclusion with Amelia next week. Today, we start with part one. Like I said in my bio, I don't take it for granted. And I feel the sense of urgency to give back, to um, pay it forward, right? Um, And because of that, I feel that I have to, because I want to, because I need to. Um, I don't have a hobby. So being part of the community is my hobby. When people say, oh, I like volleyball or kneading or cooking, I don't in any of that. I live and breathe interacting with people and supporting and helping whichever way. So welcome to the Sisters Let's Talk podcast lounge. We are back with our series, uh, Community Engagement. We're doing good, actually. We've we've had quite a few number of guests coming on. Mm -hmm. And today we have a double very special guest. Yes. We have been wanting her to be on for a number of reasons. Uh, we think that she she has a lot on the inside that she can share with us. So finally, she said yes. 
and she's here. So her name is Amelia. And so I'm going to introduce her as she wants us to introduce her. Then we are going to introduce her as we want her to be introduced. That's right. (laughs) So um, Amelia is uh, originally from Sierra Leone. She says she's a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. Uh, I think she's everybody's friend. Mm-hmm. I, she says, she says <laughs> I nurture relationships and act as a catalyst to make things happen. Uh, that's for sure. She says, I love family in every aspect of life, blood, or acquired. She's made Minnesota home for the past 25 years she says i'm a complex human being given the way i process things i do not take things for granted and i'm immensely grateful for the life and fortune afforded to me i have also been through a lot but i am stronger so listeners i think just from this bio you can tell the caliber of the woman which is why we are so excited to have her here and I've known Amelia for eons <laughs> <laughs> because she she she's connected to the people I know. We've had actually Estella on the on the show, um, and so I've always been around where she's around. And to be honest, the reason why we have her on the show is. One of the reasons um, I've always admired about her is she's quite outspoken mm-hmm. and uh, she's she has always been, as far as I know, she's always been involved in one thing or the other. Amelia is everywhere and everywhere <laughs> uh, and in a good way. And so I've always admired that about her. I do say this is the truth lounge that because she's very outspoken, <laughs> Sometimes I avoid her. <laughs> I don't want to be on blast. <laughs> like, eh, I'm going to blast me. <laughs> oh, that's a good I, one. I really, truly uh, admire her. And even though uh, I'm not in uh, in that area anymore where she's at, because I used to be around that. But funnily, um in Canada, for, for some reason, all some of the work she does spills over to our end. Um, I don't know if she knows that, but some of the things you've been doing spilled over to, to this end. And the, some organizations that you were involved in, actually David is involved in. So it's like everything is so interconnected. So I want to welcome Amelia to the show. Yay, thank you. Thank you so much for the warm welcome. So before you go anywhere else, I do have to say the fact that I'm very outspoken, it's something that some people like because they get the honest truth about me and others don't because I'm too um, cutthroat and sometimes lacks tact. But I tell people that if you know that I mean well, then you would not be hurt by the way I say it. Um, I've like, 
I said in my bio, I've gone through a lot and what has worked for me is the authenticity that people bring. So just want to make sure that that is um, explained. And I do appreciate your warm welcome, Lucia. And yes, we have known each other forever since your Minnesota days. So thank you for having me on the lounge. You're welcome. Oh, You're definitely. Welcome. We'll love to have you on the lounge. And um, my part of the bio might come in sometime in the podcast. We don't want to bore your listeners because we have a lot to say about this lady. Um, so we hope we can bring some of that out as we go through our conversation. But as we said, we're talking about community engagement this um, this season in the Sisters Let's Talk Lounge. Again, just remember the lounge is just a place of relaxing and sister talking to sister because right. we all need each other. We That's all need right. to learn from each other. So mm -hmm. when we talk about community engagement, um, we have come up with the word root r-o-o-t that what um we've been playing this game um about having one word and when you think about that word what does it bring to mind when you think about root r-o-o-t in the light of community engagement what does that bring to mind so i think the word root um what comes to mind is my foundation what yeah. has from the beginning way from the inception. That's what comes to mind with the root. And I think that has a lot to do with the community work that I do. And I keep saying there's the formal side of me that does community work and the informal side of it. But every aspect of it has to do with my foundation, with my root, where from the people that have impacted my life. So like um, Lucia mentioned in the, in the intro, I am originally from Sierra Leone and I live and breathe Sierra Leone. Um, the only part that I do not like is the political piece of it. And so because of that, I use my energy for something else and impact people differently than being a political figure. And so once you take that out and you talk about your root, my upbringing is different and unique in a lot of ways. And like I said in my bio, I don't take it for granted. And I feel this sense of urgency to give back, to um, pay it forward, right? Mm -hmm. um, and because of that, I feel that I have to, because I want to, because I yeah. need to. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have a hobby. So being part of the community is my hobby. When people say, oh, I like volleyball or knitting or cooking, I don't in any of that. I live and breathe interacting with people and supporting and helping whichever way. So when I listened to your podcast um, with David, I literally was nodding a lot because what he does rings true to me. And I love that those types of people as well, because we're doing it because we can. We're not doing it for the accolades or the acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the root of me doing doing that is 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 from that part of me my foundation being Sierra Leonean being a woman being a multi-tribal woman being a mother to 
Liberian, Sierra Leonean American children. So now I've also added that layer of who I am. So that's my roots. My roots get either transplanted or um, stays in, I think it's been transplanted from Sierra Leone to America, but and even within Sierra Leone, yeah. <laughs> we translated, right? So my foundation was in the provinces of Sierra Leone. Then I moved to Freetown. Then I moved to America, Minnesota, and now I'm married to a Liberian husband. So all of that, living in Brooklyn Park, all of those are part of my roots and my being. That so, is awesome. I actually, from the bat, um, have a question for you. And um, it's a question I've always had, actually, that I would have, if I were ever to interview you, I would wanted to know. So you mentioned part of the reason why you are involved or you do all these community work is part of it is who you are. It's coming from your foundation. Why? do you do it? Because um, everything, whatever we do, it's something, there's something that makes you tick, right? When you do certain things. So I want to know why, what's driving you to do it? Um, and we so know part of it is because of who you are. Right. But I think, um, so when I was preparing for this interview, I was thinking, do I use my corporate voice or my African English no, voice. No, please use your <laughs> African <laughs> English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> please use the lounge voice. The lounge <laughs> voice. <laughs> so the reason why I'm saying that is because when my daughters hear me in meetings, they go, oh, this is the, <laughs> the American voice. But to answer your question, Lucia, I, I, I really honestly cannot give you an answer as to why I do it. I just know that I have to do it. So I grew up Christian from age six, seven, all till now. Prior to that, my maternal side, I'm Muslim. And I used to go to the mosque with my great grandmother and my mother mm -hmm. and my grandma. And um, I don't know at what point it became a part of me of something that I enjoy. So if you read the book, The Five Love Languages, mm -hmm, Acts mm -hmm. of Service is right. my love language to give to people, not receiving it. So people sometimes misconstrue that and think that because I serve you means you have to serve yeah, me. Serve, no, right. when I serve you, the way I make you feel, take that and transfer it to others. And I think, that's the part a lot of Christians miss, then we become almost like a cult because if the three of us are in our little bubble, I do for Fumi, I do for Lucia, Lucia does for Fumi, she does for Amelia, where's the growth? Where is the fellowship? Where is the evangelism to others when we're only giving back to ourselves? Mm -hmm. So one thing that I've always, 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 and I, and I also, when I reflect on my life, that sense of gratitude, I don't take it for granted. I've always felt that people in my life have impacted me in a way that has caused me to be the Amelia that I am. And not necessarily just one person, but people. To this day, I have people that have touched my life in a way where I'm forever grateful. And the other thing that I do is I go back to them and say, thank you. In a way, because I don't, I 
cannot wait till they're dead and the cops and then talk right. about it. I, I have to give the flowers while they're alive. I agree. Um, and so, for example, so with my story, I grew up with my mom, my stepmom, um, but I don't like to use the word step because she's the mom to me in all the sense of the word. Mm -hmm. And the area that we grew up, she had us in a way where we were raised like village children. We had aunties and neighbors that were part of us growing up. And I remember this lady, she's passed now, but like I said, I definitely made her know that. She used to take me to every like I'll go to all kinds of churches, the Adejobi, the Methodist, the whatever. The only one that I remember I didn't go was the Aladua. <laughs> but she would take me to these small churches and halls. And sometimes when I think about it, I feel like somewhere in there, there was an authentic spiritual person that blessed my life in a way that no matter how little or big my life is, I am grateful and I have to pass that on. So growing up, obviously, I was part of all these organizations and associations in Sierra Leone. But I also had the sense of connecting with the elders, like the grannies that we know, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I just love them. I don't, I, I just love sitting with them because I learn a lot. There's a lot to learn from our elders. And no, when I get in trouble, obviously I have to go to one of them to come and beg for me. So I don't, I get less whooping, right? So um, when, when I'm in trouble, they're the ones, and I feel like they also guided my life. So I, for general lack of the word, I stayed out of trouble relatively, right? And so because of that, when I'm in a position to influence somebody else, I cannot sit and just pray for them, right? So when people say, oh, I'm praying for you that um, God will do this. Well, I'm of the belief that do God does not do the abracadabra that's magic right. and it happens god mm -hmm. works through people and exactly. when i know Never that god ever. works through people i allow myself to be used to do things for people which is mm -hmm. the reason why i do what i do so my christianity i i sometimes say it's a little unorthodox unique different from others because you will hardly hear me quote scriptures. You would hardly hear me say, I'll pray for you, right? Not that I don't pray, I do. But I do it in a way where when you tell me your situation or scenario, I'm doing, I'm also thinking, how can I help or who can I call to help you? So two people come to mind when I'm thinking of scriptural reasoning for my doing right mm -hmm. i'm still answering your question lucia that's right that's right you oh yeah like i know mine already I, that i yes. yes so there are two people the good samaritan and dacos in the new uh -huh. testament the good samaritan i always like that story because and and that's the way i read bible stories there are stories that i have to find a way to apply to my life today the good samaritan is not a doctor is not a nurse mm -hmm. Those two fools left the ill man on the side of the street, mm -hmm. right? They walked away. Maybe one of them said, dear God, please save him. Let somebody help him or please mm -hmm. help him. Mm -hmm. The other one was like, man, he's lying here, dirty and stinking move, mm -hmm. right? The good thing is they didn't move him out of the way for the Samaritan to see him. 
when the Samaritan saw him, instead of just praying for someone to help him, and he's not a doctor or a nurse, he lifted him and took him to a hospital. That's my version, right? That's right. Same thing for Dacos. Dacos could have easily been, and I think she has another name in the Bible. New New Testament, I'm talking towards the end. I don't know what part mm -hmm. of that, the Bible that is. Mm -hmm. So when Dacos was doing her deed, because back then they didn't have social services, they didn't have an orphanage, they didn't have support system for widows. All she did was there's an opportunity for people to be helped. I'm going to do it. Right. She never did it for the accolades. She never did it for the acknowledgement. And I think sometimes that's what some people do in this community community service realm that sometimes causes others to not be as open to help right. because when I help you I have to go back and said I gave Lucia two blue shoes and one yellow socks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if I have to do that then I do not need to be in that service exactly I'm not doing it to tell others. Now, I may refer to it, but not give you the details of who the person is. I may reference it, but I'm not going to say it was Lucia that I gave two blue and one whatever, right? Yeah. So that's part of, that's the reason why I do what I do and why, and why I am what I am. That's part of it. But honestly, I think it's just God, to be honest. And that lady you talk about, her name was Tabitha. And Tabitha is was, the other name. She was called a disciple of Jesus. And I think that's exactly what she just talked about. Yeah. Thank you. You just preached Sunday. Whoever <laughs> did not go to church and you're listening to this right now, you just got preached. <laughs> you are welcome that's right and if you can find an example in the old testament i also think of the cellmate of joseph because sometimes yeah. we pick and choose what part of the bible we're applying it to. Exactly. so if we remember the story of the cellmate of joseph when joseph interpreted his dream while he was there and when he was released before joseph mm -hmm. when the king had a dream or it was the king's wife he remembered yeah. that oh there was this dude that had mm -hmm. translated my dream so sometimes that's also what i do i may not necessarily be the one to provide the service mm -hmm. but my brain stores all these things to say hey somebody had told me something so let me check with that person if it's okay to share and move from there now again that's part of the catalyst piece of my being don't forget join us for the conclusion with amelia next week reminder you have what it takes you just have to say it be a student only you can do what you're created to do visit our website www.sistersletstalk.com that is www.sistasletstalk.com. Ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite all the sisters to the lounge.